Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners. The hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Jason Dedeker teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. So for those of you who don't know, we we dance at the beginning of this show, <laughs> and not well, I, I might add, not well at all. But it is a dance from the heart. That's true. And mm-hmm. of the spirit. No one can deny that. I think I was a washing machine today or something. Yeah, yeah it was sort of like a variation on the cabbage patch, but where your hands are kind of flat in front of you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, okay, that's good. Exactly. There was something going on there very, <laughs> very strangely, but yes. Well, it's exciting because we have, what, four, three more episodes? Of the Minor Prophets? Five? (laughs) Including this one. Of the Minor Prophets? Including this one, five. Okay, five. But it feels like we're really reaching the home stretch here. Well, it's the third to the last of the Minor Prophets. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. So that's exciting. There it is. Yeah. So I was looking up Haggai, uh, which I, I did learn is also how you say it. Haggai. As Americans, okay, we say well, hold on. Haggai. Just, just, no, hey, guy. You, just slow your roll. Slow your yeah. roll. Because now I have encountered about six different theories about how it's supposed to be pronounced. So yes. Six different theories? Okay. You think us. it's a hog's eye, Haggai. <laughs> In America, it's Haggai. Is it a hags or is it a hag guy? Or is it a high guy? High guy? Or is it a hug guy? Haggy. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Haggy. Oh, yeah. Some Sam in the chat is saying maybe it's a haggy. Haggy? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. It is Pride Month. Haggy. <laughs> Haggy. Uh, so, yeah. It, just tell us all about this person. <laughs> Haggy Waggy. Right. So Haggy Waggy, also known as Haggai or Haggai. Those are the two mm. most official pronunciations wow. I could find is Haggai or Haggai. Um, anyway, here's the exciting thing. So Haggai and Zechariah, who's next, and then not Micah, but Malachi. Malachi. The other, <laughs> the other mineral yes. sounding <laughs> name. Yeah. <laughs> so these three prophets are in the post-exilic period. So meaning like the whole Babylon taking over is done. Okay, we are exiled. And now we're in the part where we're coming back and rebuilding. Oh. So we've, we've, we're doing a little bit of a time jump here, which is exciting. Ooh. So these three prophets are all going to be later. So, so Zechariah, who we'll read next, and Haggai are contemporaries of each other. Okay. And then we're going to time jump another hundred years in the future to then that's Malachi, and then that's it. Oh, wow. We're just getting closer and closer to Jesus. Yes. Emily is waiting with bated breath. (laughs) Yeah, I've heard about this guy forever. (laughs) I want to meet him. (laughs) Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. So Haggai is super short. It's only two chapters. Yeah. Um, So we're going to blow through it all in the first half, and then we're going to read two long psalms in the second half. So that'll be exciting. Mm -hmm. Cool. Uh, But so the other thing I learned is that Haggai now, because we're kind of coming back, 
it's less about you're going to be destroyed. And instead it's, hey, this is what we should be doing hmm. to make sure we don't have bad things like famine and stuff happen instead of all of us getting conquered and enslaved. Oh, nice. So it's, it's a, so, okay. a little more would hopeful you, maybe. Yeah, would you argue maybe a little more inspirational perhaps? That's what I'm hoping. And I learned that a lot of it's about instructions for building the second temple. Oh, of course. That's and so good. I wanted to use the Bob the Builder theme song, but of oh. course that's copyrighted. <laughs> so I ended up going a slightly different direction with the theme song for this one. Okay. All right. That's fun. We have to think about casting. Yeah. Yes. And I, I just find it really funny that this is the prophet that God gave to this guy was how to build a temple. Yeah. Like that's it. Yeah. Or whatever. Well, I mean, that's very similar to what he gave to what's his name? Which one? Uh, Anyone? Oh, who was that? That walked around with C3PO know. and got all the yeah, instructions. Yeah, the C3PO guy. It wasn't Jeremiah. That wasn't. It, well, it doesn't really uh, matter. But yes, I remember C3PO walking around instructions for the temple. But my point is, we need to think about who's inspirational enough. Mm. And I conveniently, towards the top of our casting list is Oprah. Oh, oh, that is interesting. I mean, I feel. You know what? I, I don't quite know the tone. Of Hagai, yeah, though, maybe we so should. We might have to wait for the first chapter and then make a decision. Okay, sure. Well, I'm yeah. gonna still bring in Oprah for a read. Sure, we'll yeah. See how she does. I think it's. Are appropriate. you sure that we would we would bring in Oprah? We wouldn't just like give her an offer. Come on. <laughs> I'm assuming that Oprah's already a producer on this or something like oh, that. Yeah. Maybe, that was, oh yeah, Oh yeah, it's on the O network for sure. <laughs> yeah, we've been working with her for about a decade now to get this thing launched. <laughs> right. But, exactly. Yeah. Amazing. There are some conspiracy theories that maybe Oprah actually is Yahweh, like in reality, secretly behind mm. the scenes. But I think it's appropriate, like a little bit instructional, a little bit inspirational, and very, very short, just good enough for daytime TV. And there you go. Bada bing, bada boom. There you go. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, so we'll think about Oprah. Yeah. Okay. Think about Oprah. The, the other option, just yeah. to throw out there, just as a totally different direction that we could mm -hmm. take, is. Just because of a similarity in name, if we cast the actor who is Hagrid from Harry Potter. Hmm. Oh, yeah. So, um, Robbie uh, Coltrane. Robbie Coltrane, yes. Right. Yeah. Robbie Coltrane could cast him. I think he could also be a fun, different direction to go, depending okay. on the tone of, of Hagai. So our two options are Oprah or Robbie Coltrane. That's <laughs> yes. who we're bringing into the room very, to read. Very <laughs> yeah. different, but What cool. a fun waiting room that will be. I love it. I think they'd have yeah. a great time hanging out. <laughs> so you're here for Hagai too? Yeah. Clearly these producers <laughs> don't know what they want at all. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, all right. What are you two drinking? Oh, well, I... Okay, I will say, I normally am too intimidated by mixed cocktails to really be too adventurous, but I thought that I would experiment today. Mm. So so specifically, a couple of weeks ago at the grocery store, we found these bitters that are Douglas fir flavored bitters. That's really cool. Interesting. It says on the bottle, the taste of the forest will make you strong. Okay. And when I read that, I was like, well, I have to buy it now. Do you agree with that now? Oh, I feel very strong. Oh, good. I feel yeah. like I made out with a lumberjack all night wow. long. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. Neat. But, and also like worked out with him or something. Yes. Yeah. We definitely, we pumped together. <laughs> made out and then worked out. And then yeah. had a good post-pumps <laughs> make out. Um, wow. Yeah, on the back of the bottle, they're also very open about, they're just like, we just like put a tree in it. You're welcome. <laughs> 
So <laughs> I uh, got some hibiscus liqueur and then I mixed in some of our little butterfly pea gin Yum. and then put in some of these bitters. And so I call this a hibiscus butterfly forest. Oh, that's beautiful, Dedeker. Yeah. Isn't that lovely? How is it? Well, I was telling Jake's earlier, it tastes like I am walking in a forest, but like somehow there's a really delicious fruit mm. growing from a pine tree and I bite into that fruit and then a butterfly lands on my shoulder. That's how it tastes. That's beautiful. Wow. <laughs> Very Walt Whitman of you. Or oh, something. Yes. Mm, that's great. That's great. Okay. So I'm going kind of old school classic cocktail with mine, and that is a Sazerac. Oh, what's in a Sazerac? Or sort of an adaptation of a Sazerac. So this particular Sazerac is a sugar cube with some Angostura bitters on it, mm-hmm. and then a tiny little rinse of absinthe, and then some rye whiskey, and um, a little bit of um, like a brandy. Oh, wow. Yeah. So just like all booze all the time, basically. All booze all the time, mm-hmm. but it has that kind of little bit of a licorice you know, anise flavor from the absinthe. Nice. It's fun. It's one of my favorite cocktails, actually, and I finally have the ingredients to make it, so I've been making them a lot. It sounds excellent. Yeah. I'll have to try that when I'm in town next week. So excited. Yeah. Um. So it's a new month. It's June. So this month, because it's Pride... I'm doing a rainbow of cocktails. Ooh, so nice. the first one is red. And this is, yeah, I've done this before, but it's great. Um, my beautiful raspberry martini, mm. just muddled raspberries, lemon. Uh, and then let's see, just I did vodka for this one and then also agave. And that's it. And it's really easy and tasty. Wait, but how are you gonna how are you gonna cram Roy G. Biv in I'm just not, four weeks? I figure that orange and yellow are similar enough to red that I'm just gonna move on to okay. the others. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. cool, or cool, cool. Biv. Yeah, basically <laughs> yeah. I'll do that. Rebiv. <laughs> yeah. Um but I was thinking about doing some absinthe because is it green? I don't I need to find some sort of like greenish color. Yeah. You can make like a grasshopper. Yeah. You can make yeah, a vegan grasshopper. Like a Midori yeah. or something like that. Yeah, that'd probably be the way to go. Yeah, I'll figure it out, but that sounds tasty. So, yeah. Yay. Alrighty. Shall we? Yeah. It is time. Yes, it is time. So, we're going to start Bob this the <laughs> hopefully fun, uplifting <laughs> book of Hawkeye, <laughs> which is going to be a very short, fun little trip. As we get started, we want to remind everyone to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us or you can listen while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, Haggai Chapter 1. Can we Bible? Yes, we can. That was adorable. (laughs) I liked that very much. All right. Haggai chapter one. In the second year of Darius the king, in the sixth month, in the first day of the month, the word of Yahweh came by Haggai, the prophet, to Zerubbabel, Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel, governor of Judah, and to Joshua, the son of Jehozadak, the high priest. Those are okay. some great names. <laughs> yeah, this is this is quite a cast of characters already. So it's the word, okay, word of Yahweh coming through Haggai to, this is like Yahweh's written on the letter, like from Yahweh to Zerubbabel, who's the governor <laughs> of Judah, and to Joshua, who's the high priest. Got it. Yes. Another Joshua. Yep. Mm-hmm. My goodness. 
This is what Yahweh of hosts says. These people say, the time hasn't yet come, the time for Yahweh's house to be built. Then the word of Yahweh came by Haggai the prophet saying, is it a time for you yourselves to dwell in your paneled houses while this house lies waste? Oh, we are starting off with a bang. Okay, so it seems like some folks are saying, we don't got to rebuild Yahweh's house. Mm. The time's not right, you know? Yeah. It's not the season. Is that just because, what, they, they're they over Yahweh at this point? Or or what, exactly? Well, if this is post-exilic, I guess that yeah. would mean that they're like, hey, we're trying to rebuild our own houses and get our shit together, man. But Haggai's not having it. He's like, how dare you live in your wood-paneled 70s houses while <laughs> Yahweh's house is a piece of crap. Now, therefore, this is what Yahweh of hosts says. Consider your ways. You have sown much and bring in little. You eat, but you don't have enough. You drink, but you aren't filled with drink. You clothe yourselves, but no one is warm. And he who earns wages, earns wages to put them into a bag with holes in it. <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. I, lo- I love the idea that he kind of... Swiss cheese bag. <laughs> he had a thought of what he was going for, but just didn't think it through before he started. He's like, you're like somebody makes money and puts it in a bag that has holes in it. Because <laughs> so, it's bad. I mean, I've definitely had periods of my youth where it felt like that's how it was going with all the money that I made. Mm. Yeah, that's true. What does Eugene have to say about this? Oh, boy. Let's see. Um, He says, take a good hard look at your life. Think it over. It's good good advice just generally, I think. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You've spent a lot of money, but you haven't much to show for it. Mm. You keep filling your plates, but you never get filled up. You keep drinking and drinking and drinking, but you're always thirsty. He went a different direction than I thought he would there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, put on layer of layer after clothes, but you can't get warm. Kind of that the mm-hmm. same sort of vibe there. All right. So nothing's working for anyone. Okay. This is what Yahweh of hosts says. Consider your ways. Go up to the mountain, bring wood, and build the house. Huh. I will take pleasure in it, and I will be glorified, says Yahweh. <laughs> do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. Just- <laughs> Here's what you're going to do. You're going to stop what you're doing and build me a house. And I'm going to like it. <laughs> that's that's what's happening here. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> okay, yeah. Take pleasure in glorified. Great. You looked for much and behold, it came to little. And when you brought it home, I blew it away. <laughs> Why? Says Yahweh of hosts. He's the, what a, he's the big bad wolf. Yes. He's blowing it away. <laughs> because of my house that lies waste while each of you is busy with his own house. Therefore, for your sake, the heavens withhold the dew and the earth withholds its fruit. I called for a drought on the land, on the mountains, on the grain, on the new wine, on the oil, on that which the ground brings forth, on men, on cattle, and on all the labor of the hands. Like what? Labor that is done with the hands? Everything you could possibly make. Whittling some little wooden toys. Yeah. Yahweh hates it. It's not going to work. You're going to poke yeah, yourself. Yeah. A, a drought of everything. A drought mm-hmm. of creativity, a drought of crops, a drought of... Yeah. Everyone's of, going through some really intense writer's block. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Been there. Then Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel. Sheel? Shealtiel. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> wow. And... <laughs> Who wrote these names? <laughs> jo- and Joshua, the son of Jehozadak, the high priest, with all the remnant of the people... Obeyed the voice of Yahweh, their God, wow. and the word of Haggai, the prophet, oh, good. as Yahweh, their God, 
had sent him, sorry, there were commas between every two words in that sentence. People <laughs> obeyed the voice of Yahweh, their God. And the people feared Yahweh. This is why this is a short book is because they actually yeah, Everyone's listened. like, yeah, totally. Same thing with the book of Jonah. There's no resistance. There's no right. drama. Just done and done. <laughs> it's nice. Then Haggai, Yahweh's messenger, spoke in Yahweh's message to the people saying, I'm with you, says Yahweh. Yahweh stirred up the spirit of Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel, governor of Judah, and the spirit of Joshua, the son of Jehozadak, the high priest, and the spirit of the remnant of the people. And they came and worked on the house of Yahweh of hosts, their God, in the 24th day of the month, in the sixth month, in the second year of Darius the king. So wow, they actually listened. So they just did it. I love that. That truly amazing. So see, like Haggai's work is just like so easy, just like cut out for him. Yeah, I, I would show this one to kids. Be like, look, he'll be happy if you do what we say. <laughs> right. Okay. Here's my argument, though. If it's Oprah, this makes sense. Yeah. No one's gonna say no to Oprah. Mm, and she's like, you get a temple, and you get a temple, and <laughs> yeah. actually, just Yahweh does. But sure, here it is. Uh-huh. But you'll be okay. happier or something. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, yeah, I like I'm, I'm leaning toward Oprah here. I mean, she's obviously yeah. going to be an executive producer on all this, but I think yeah, this will be kind of her one feature part, right? Okay, there you go. so we have to say goodbye to Robbie Coltrane. He gave a very good read. Yeah. We really appreciate that he showed he up. He can probably do something else. Oh, yeah. Something well, fun in yeah. the future. Yeah. Yeah. We'll keep his headshot for sure, but Oprah's going to be cast in the role of Hawkeye, So I mean, do we need to like cast this J- Joshua the Second and Zerubbabel and all of them? Or, nah. If they display any personality, yeah. perhaps, but I have a feeling between now and the like 30 seconds it's going to take to finish this book. That's true. I don't think so. <laughs> Part of me also wonders if these are just going to be kind of like monologue type episodes where they have some sort of like fun, I don't know, pictures up, like montage scenes. Oh, of yeah. People. Montage of everyone coming together and like the yeah, temple. And exactly. Uh, yeah. Exactly. They're handing out some bottled water. Yeah. Yeah. I for sure. That. Great. That's great. All right, that's it. Oh, I I guess we should move on to chapter two. Mm -hmm. Do it, yeah. And this is it. This is the last chapter of Haggai, everyone. Here we go. In the seventh month, in the 21st day of the month, the word of Yahweh came by Haggai, the prophet, saying, speak now to Zerubbabel, the son of... Emily, I said all these names. (laughs) I know, Shealtiel, Shealtiel. It's just really... There's a lot of things together, a lot of <laughs> freaking nouns together. Governor of Judah and to Joshua, the son of Jehozadak, the high priest, and to the remnant of the people saying, who is left among you who saw the house in its former glory? How do you see it now? Isn't it in your eye as nothing? Yet now to be strong, Zerubbabel, says Yahweh. Okay, hold on, hold on. Yes. So I got to oh. hit you with some Eugene here. Oh, please, yes. So the message the message here says, High Priest Joshua, son of Jehozadak, and all the people, or wait, he said that to, whatever. Haggai said, oh, I see, Haggai's saying this, to Joshua and the governor and all the people. And he said, is there anyone here who saw the temple the way it used to be, all glorious? Anyone and, still alive? And what do you see anyone? now? Not much, right? (laughs) Oh, jeez. Jeez, Oprah. Not much, right? This is looking real bad. Do you remember my golden boy? Anyone remember that story? And the calves, or not the calves, the, what are they? Were they bulls? Yeah, the golden bulls. bulls, Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah, The bulls, the golden bulls with their butts touching each other. Exactly. Yeah. 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 They don't got any of that right Mm -hmm. now. 
Be strong, Joshua, son of Jehozadak, the high priest. Be strong, all you people of the land, says Yahweh, and work, for I am with you, says Yahweh of hosts. This is the word that I covenanted with you when you came out of Egypt. Yeah, I know, that's a weird word. You know what's what's great? I just looked, and Eugene also used the word covenanted. He's like, I don't know, man. I guess that's a word. Cool. (laughs) It is now. (laughs) This is the word that I covenanted with you when you came out of Egypt, and my spirit lived among you. Don't be afraid. Oh, don't be afraid. Mm. For this is what Yahweh of hosts says. Yet once, it is a little while, and I will shake the heavens, the earth, the sea, and the dry land. And the dry lands. Yeah, this is from the Messiah. It is? Yes. Everything is from the Messiah. How did Handel put like the entire Bible into the Messiah, Jace? He didn't put the entire Bible in just the parts that he liked. He was like a highlight. It was like a sizzle reel of his favorite parts of the Bible. He just crammed into one 25-minute song. Who did the Messiah, Jace? Was it Schubert? No. Handel. Handel. Handel, George, sorry, of George course, Handel, Friedrich's Messiah, Handel's yes. Messiah. <laughs> yes, that's funny. Wait, but is he just talking about earthquakes? <laughs> no, I, th- I like to think that he's thinking of like a shakedown. Like a, an edge You know, sketch. he's going to come in and, mm. yeah, yeah. That's fun. Yeah. That's yeah. fun. Okay. Okay, yeah. I will shake all the nations. The precious things of all nations will come. And I will fill this house with glory, says Yahweh of hosts. The silver is mine, and the gold is mine, says Yahweh of hosts. Oh, yeah, he's like, that has been far too long Uh, since I had a house covered in gold. Why does he care, really? Like, he has everything. He's just like, give me the gold. That's funny. Amazing. The The latter glory of this house will be greater than the former, says Yahweh of hosts. And in this place will I give peace, says Yahweh of hosts. In this 24th day of the ninth month, in the second year of Darius, The word of Yahweh came by Haggai the prophet, saying, Thus says Yahweh of hosts, Ask now the priests concerning the law, saying, If someone carries holy meat in the fold of his garment... (laughs) Sorry. Ew. I did not see that coming. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking of a different type of holy meat, but I'm just, you know, I'm not going to say which kind. Where? Okay, I just cannot wait to see where this question is going. All right. It's like a riddle. It is. Let's hear it. So, here we go. Yeah, is this another object lesson? Holy meat. (laughs) If someone carries holy meat in the fold of his garment and with his fold touches bread, stew, wine, oil, or any food, will it become holy? What? <laughs> what? Is this a riddle? Is this a riddle? Okay, hold on. So okay. it's you you take ho- holy meat, whatever that is. Yeah, we'll sacred just assume meat. it's like it says mm-hmm. on the tin, holy meat. Yeah. You wrap it in a fold of your garment. Yeah. Like your sleeve, your the hem of your skirt and you touch it to what? To stew or bread or other or meat? wine or, or wine. oil or any food. Will it And the question holy? is, will it become holy? That, I, I'm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Are there holy meat juices that have... Ew! <laughs> Wait, here, let me let me read you Eugene's version yeah, of please, this. He says, do. Oh God. if someone carries a piece of sacred meat in his pocket... Okay. Meat that is so gross. Oh, meat that is set apart for sacrifice on the altar. And the pocket touches a loaf of bread, a dish of stew, a bottle of wine or oil, or any other food. Will these foods be made holy by such contact? Okay. But if it's in your pocket, though, that feels like it's more complicated to get it to touch these things. It's like you really got to bump your hip 
yeah. all up against like, this like bottle of wine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but <laughs> I like think bumping. it's but it's in the pocket and it's the pocket that touches, not the meat itself. I think yeah, that's the point. I don't can can I move on because they're giving okay, us yeah, an answer yeah, immediately. Okay, okay. The priests answered no. Then Haggai, <laughs> I, think, I think the priest like, no. What the hell are you talking about? Exactly. They're like, nah. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> then Haggai said, if one who is unclean by reason of a dead body, whoa, touch any of these, will it be unclean? The priest answered, yes. No, it will be unclean. So yes. Okay. So he's trying. Why are to we make, talking about this? By the way, like, is he trying to clarify or? point out the fact that for some reason there's a transitive property to uncleanness where mm-hmm. if you are unclean and you touch another thing, it's also going to become unclean. But if you touch a holy thing and you touch You're, something else, it's not going to become holy. Right. I guess right. like the only thing that is holy is just the thing the or thing. Yes. God. No transitive property. I guess not. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, holiness is not contagious, but uncleanness is. So contagious. And for some reason, putting holy meat in your pocket does not make it unclean. Why would you do that? (laughs) Why is it in the pocket? Like, don't do that. That's gross. Pocket meat. I mean, if you got to save it for later, for, for, you never know if you're going to have a sacrifice come up unexpectedly. Mm. I don't, I I would never put meat in my pocket. I would never touch it anyways, except for (laughs) giving it to my cats. But yes. All right. But would you pull it out of your pocket? No. (laughs) (laughs) Look. All right. Then Haggai answered, so is this people and so is this nation before me, says Yahweh. Wait, which which part? Are they the pocket meat or are they the dead body? I think that he means it's unclean. I think they're unclean, yeah. Yeah, 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 of course, because we can't have nice things. So is this people and so is this nation before me, says Yahweh, and so is every work of their hands. Okay, then why are we even doing this? Then that which they offer there is unclean. Now, yeah, okay. please consider from this day and backward, before a stone was laid on a stone in the temple of Yahweh. Okay. This day and backward. Okay, so, so okay, we're thinking way back. Rewind. I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, how far back are we going? What, what, how far back did he say? Go back to when? This day and backward before a stone was laid on a stone in the temple of Yahweh. Are they just talking about like this temple? That's what I would assume. We're talking about backward to before you were starting to work on this temple. Yeah, before this temple was even a glimmer in your eye. Yeah. Right. So we've just jumped. So the first chapter, they started building it. Now we've jumped probably a few months later. Okay. And he's like, hey, this isn't cool enough though. So he's like, think back to when you started this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Through all that time, when one came to a heap of 20 measures, there were only 10. When one came to the wine vat to draw out 50, there were only 20. I struck you with blight, mildew, and hail in all the work of your hands, yet you didn't turn to me, says Yahweh. Hmm. Consider, please, from this day and backward, from the 24th day of the ninth month since the day that the foundation of Yahweh's temple was laid, Consider it. We're thinking about it, Yahweh. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. We'll think long and hard. Yeah. Is the seed yet in the barn? Yes, the vine, the fig tree, the pomegranate, and the olive tree haven't brought forth. I feel yeah, like he's okay. just beat poetrying no, now. Or something. No, I think I get it. Yes. He's like, hey, hey, think back. Remember before you started building this temple and you had all that drought and everything sucked? 
Uh-huh. And like everything was, you know, like, writer's don't forget, block. All I can that. do that. But what then he is saying, but now think back to remember like once you did start building it and then you did have grains and your crops got better. Like, mm-hmm. look, like I'm helping you out I now that you're it. building my got temple. Got it. Like, okay, thank you. I think that's the deal. Okay. Okay. Nice. From this day will I bless you. The word of Yahweh came the second time to Haggai and the 24th day of the month saying, speak to Zerubbabel, governor of Judah, saying, I will shake the heavens and the earth. I will overthrow the throne of kingdoms. I will destroy the strength of kingdoms of the nations. I will overthrow the chariots and those who ride in them. (laughs) The horses (laughs) and their riders will come down everyone by the sword of his brother. That got violent. In that day, says Yahweh of hosts, I will take you, Zerubbabel, my servant, and the son of Shealtiel, Shealtiel, (laughs) says Yahweh, (laughs) and will make you as a signet, for I have chosen you, says Yahweh of hosts. Okay, that's it. That's it. That's the end of that book. Wow. I mean, it was fun and tidy. It gave us holy pocket meat. <laughs> that is the gift that keeps on giving. It's really. always something. Yeah. It's always something. Yeah. What a weird little book. It was but weird I, little I think book. appropriate for Oprah to show up and deliver a weird riddle and hand out bottles of water and build a temple and then we're done. Yeah, mm-hmm. we are. And yeah. and also talk about how what we're going to overthrow some chariots and and, and, the, and the people who ride them. Yeah. Don't, yeah. Please don't forget that yeah, part. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Everything yeah. involved. I'm going to tip these over while people are in them. It's going to oh, be great. Oh, boy. Be really yeah. fun. It's cow tipping, but on steroids. Gosh, okay. All right. <laughs> well, that was, okay. I have to say, that was kind of a refreshing book because I do feel that leading up to this, it's been a lot of doom and gloom, a lot of, I'm going to destroy you or I'm going to destroy the friends mm. next door. And at least this was very clear in scope, focusing on the temple. It's going to be okay. Rebuild your house. Yeah. Here are some riddles about holy meat. Mm-hmm. And then we're done. Oh. I love it. I like too that it's that it was in a, like the prophecy was about something very soon in the future. It's like, hey, we're having a drought. We should build the temple. We start building it. Cool, things are better now. Mm-hmm. Right. right. As opposed to, yeah, so then also you're going to get captured and 70 years from now, your grandchildren. Maybe something good will happen. Maybe, yeah, maybe. <laughs> if if they play their cards right. Does that imply that the people who might have remembered said temple that he was talking about before would have been like super old, super, super duper? Yeah, good oh, point. Oh yeah, that's a good question. Maybe no one alive actually remembered the temple. So maybe he's just talking out of his ass. Yeah. You mean Yahweh? Dedeker. Yeah, blasphemy. Blasphemy. No, more of, I don't know, maybe Haggai know. claiming like he remembers what the temple looked like. Although I guess it's the kind of thing where your great-grandfather would have told you all about it, all about the golden bulls and the ocean and the bowl and like the mm-hmm. pomegranates and peacocks and like all the stuff and all the porches. So, But you weren't there, Dedeker. I wasn't there. You weren't there. That's true. You weren't there. No. Yeah. I mean, w- once upon a time, people were living to like 900 and stuff, so... <laughs> right, way, way back. It's been a while since, that since happened. those days. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay, so so now we're going to move on to the book of Psalms, and we are starting book five. So Psalms is split into five books. Oh. And we're starting the last one. Did you tell us this before? Uh, yeah, we, we talked about this before, that it was coming up, and it's here now. We're starting the final book 
of the book of oh, Psalms. Oh, the final book. Wow. <laughs> That's cool. exciting. Yeah, the fifth and final book of the book of Psalms. But before we do that, we're going to take a quick break to talk about how you can support this show if it's something that brings you joy and maybe education or something like that. <laughs> the best thing that you can we're do so is educational. just... educational. Yes. Is to tell your friends... Come hang out at the live show or listen to the podcast. We really love having more people involved in this show. If you want to check it out live at drunkbiblestudy.com slash live, you can get all of the information about that to catch our live shows. We have a very exciting marathon event coming up in a couple weeks. So definitely go check that out on drunkbiblestudy.com slash live. And if this show is something that you get joy out of and you want to give back to the show, the best way you can do that is by contributing to us on Patreon at patreon.com slash study. You can become a parishioner there. And as a thank you, we have things like Emily's drink recipes along with pictures, early releases of episodes, personal toasts on the show, and our undying affection. We would love it so much if you could support us there. I also love Samantha in the chat is giving some really good recommendations for spreading the word, such as yell about it out your kitchen window. If you have a bathroom mm. fan, yell up that about That's DBS. Good. Yeah. Really make friends with your to neighbors. Your neighbor, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, we did want to say that we have, we've had a Facebook group for a while called Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship, but we also now have a Discord server for Drunk Bible Study that you can get to by going to Discord drunkbiblestudy.com uh, or drunkbiblestudy.com slash discord. Either side, you know? It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but go check that out. Join us there and we'd love to have you join in the chat. And we're back and it is time for... And now it's time for Silly Psalms with DBS, the part of the show where DBS comes out and reads some psalms. Book 5 of Psalms. Psalm 107. Give thanks to Yahweh, for he is good. Yeah. For his loving kindness endures forever. Let the redeemed by Yahweh say so, whom he has redeemed from the hands of the adversary and gathered out of the lands from the east and from the west and from the north and from the south. They wandered in the wilderness in a desert way. <laughs> kind of dry, parched, yeah. sandy, dusty, scorpiony sort yeah, of way. Definitely. That kind of way. That's how they were wandering. <laughs> they found no city to live in, hungry and thirsty. Their soul fainted in them. Uh-huh. Then they cried to Yahweh in their trouble, and he delivered them out of their distress. Did he? He led them also by a straight way that they may go to a city to live in. Let them praise Yahweh for his loving kindness and for his wonderful deeds to the children of men. Good movie. He, yes, it was a good movie. For he satisfies the longing soul. He fills the hungry soul with good. Mm-hmm. Not food. I do feel good. like all of these yeah. psalms are just like post-orgasmic David, just basking in the afterglow. Mm. Is this David though? Because it sounds exactly like something David would say. It yeah. sounds like David. It's gotta be David. Yeah. 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 Let's be honest. David all the way. Yeah. Some sat in the darkness and in the shadow of death, being bound in affliction and iron. <laughs> really. <laughs> bound in affliction and iron. So they're mm-hmm. afflicted and mm-hmm. also literally in chains. We really, yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. But really though. For sure. yeah. Because they rebelled against the words of God and condemned the counsel of the Most High. Therefore, he brought down their heart with labor. They fell down and there was no one to help. Oh. I've fallen and I can't get up. Mm-hmm. Oh. 
Boy, there's a reference that's just going to go over a lot of the audience's head right there. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Then they cried to Yahweh in their trouble, and he saved them out of their distresses. He brought them out of the darkness and the shadow of death and broke away their chains. Let them praise Yahweh for his loving kindness and for his wonderful deeds to the children of men. Back to the children of men. Okay, I think we gotta gotta add Clive Owen to the cast list. Yeah, now I want to watch that movie again. So good. Yeah, it's also very accurate to what's happening in the world. Uh, yeah, like Emily, you really want to add some more like depression? No, I don't into the world. Okay, nope. but it's a good movie. But I will add the delight that is Clive Owen to our cast list. We'll find a place for him. Really good looking man. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Okay, so I like too that this one feels like a song. It's like we actually have a chorus that we're coming back to, mm. and so this whole like praise Yahweh for His loving children kindness of men. and His wonderful deeds to the children of men. Yeah, exactly. You okay. should make a song about it, Jess. Yeah, well, yeah, okay. Watch, we're going to turn you into a youth pastor. <laughs> <We are. laughs> no. Like you said, you're going to be the next Hillsong. Yeah. Oh, you're right. I do we'll need to. do a, it. Yeah, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Fools are afflicted because of their disobedience and because of their iniquities. Mm. Their soul abhors all kinds of food. <laughs> they're such picky eaters. I mean, <laughs> they draw near maybe they're vegan. to the gates of death. Then they cry to Yahweh in their trouble. He saves them out of their distresses. He sends his word and heals them and delivers them from their graves. Let them praise Yahweh for his loving kindness, for his wonderful deeds to the children of men. Oh, this is yeah. where people standing up and clapping, you know, they're like, <laughs> Yeah, praise really, this is, yeah, you need to make, make a song. Kindness. Yeah, okay. Let them offer the sacrifices of thanksgiving and declare his deeds with singing. Those who go down to the sea in ships, that's cool, who do business in great waters. Who do business in the waters. Yeah. Wow. Do the business in the great waters. These see Yahweh's deeds and his wonders in the deep. For he commands and raises the stormy wind, which lifts up its waves. You know, this is cool because we've talked about this a while back, but but the, the, the deity Yahweh from like originally in the Babylonian pantheon that he potentially came from, he was the ocean mm-hmm. god. He was like a Poseidon oh. type of character. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. And he was a fertility god. So, you know, doing... Doing, doing the, the deeds, business, doing, doing the business in the ocean. In the ocean, what it fits on it fits. brand? Yeah, yeah. He's a merman. For he commands and raises the stormy wind, which lifts up its waves. They mount up to the sky. They go down again to the depths. Their soul melts away because of trouble. They reel back and forth and stagger like a drunken man, and are at their wits' end. Then they cry to Yahweh in their trouble, and He brings them out of their distress. He makes the storm a calm so that its waves are still. Then they're glad because it's calm. So he brings them to their desired haven. Let them praise Yahweh for his loving kindness, for his wonderful deeds to the children of men. You know, something like that. I'll keep working on it. Don't worry about it. Cool, cool, cool. Let them exalt him also in the assembly of the people and praise him in the seat of the elders. He turns rivers into a desert, water springs into a thirsty ground, and a fruitful land into a salt waste for the wickedness of those who dwell in it. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah. He turns the desert into a pool of water and a dry land into water springs. I mean, that sounds good. Just whatever you think it is, it's the opposite. 
<laughs> there he makes the hungry live, that they may prepare a city to live in. Sow plants, plant vineyards, and reap the fruits of increase. He blesses them also, so that they are multiplied greatly. He doesn't allow their livestock to decrease. Mm-mm. Again, they are diminished and bowed down through oppression, trouble, and sorrow. He pours contempt on princes and causes them to wander in a trackless waste. Yet he lifts the needy out of their affliction and increases their families like a flock. The upright will see it and be glad. All the wicked will shut their mouths. Whoever is wise will pay attention. (laughs) Shut your mouth when I'm talking to you. Whoever is wise will pay attention to these things. They will consider the loving kindness of Yahweh. Wow, that was a good That's one. That's the end of that song. Yeah. That was, was, a, that was a good yeah. one. I love that. Quite a song. Missed David, our boy. Okay. I'm assuming it was David. All right. We're going to do another one. Psalm 108, a song, a psalm by David. Okay. Confirmed. Oh, that was David. My heart is steadfast, God. I will sing and I will make music with my soul. Wake up, harp and lyre. I'm imagining like a Beauty and the Beast situation where they're all anthropomorphic, you know. Uh I will wake up the dawn. I will give thanks to you, Yahweh, among the nations. I will sing praises to you among the peoples. For your loving kindness is great above the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the skies. Be exalted, God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth, that your beloved may be delivered. Save with your right hand and answer us. God has spoken from his sanctuary. In triumph, I will divide Shechem and measure out the valley of Sukkoth. Gilead is mine. Manasseh is mine. Ephraim also is my helmet. Judah (laughs) is... Wait, are these like <laughs> making up some sort of armor set for him? I, oh, hold on, yeah, hold yeah. on. I, it keeps okay, going. So okay, Ephraim okay. also is my helmet. Judah is my scepter. Okay, cool. Moab is my wash pot. I <laughs> will use me. <laughs> That's what he thinks about Moab. Jeez, boy. I will toss my sandal on Edom. <laughs> yes, Edom's sure like a. A welcome mat or maybe a shoe tree or something. Oh, yeah, that's good. Love it. I will shout over Philistia. Oh. End quote. Wait, okay, hold on. Can we just... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I have to back up because this is amazing. Okay, well, but... Okay, I would love to finish this psalm and then I would love to hear the message translation of this psalm. I would love to know what Eugene has to say about this. So let me bring this one home. Oh, okay. Who will bring me into the fortified city? Who has led me to Edom? Haven't you rejected us, God? You don't go out, God, with our armies. Give us help against the enemy, for the help of man is vain. Though, God, we will do valiantly, for it is he who will tread down our enemies. Wow. Okay, yeah, what's Eugene got to say? Probably much. Okay, all right. So, uh, verse 7, Eugene says, That's when God spoke in holy splendor, colon, brimming over with joy. I make a present of Shechem. I hand out Succoth Valley as a gift. Gilead's in my pocket. To say nothing of Manasseh. <laughs> With the meat. With the holy meat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. To yep. say nothing of Manasseh. Ephraim's my hard hat. Oh, he's a construction where it's like a... 
Like the YMCA. Judah, my hammer. He's a construction worker. Yeah. Oh, wow. He's Ephraim's Bob the Builder. He's Bob the... He oh. is Bob. It's perfect. <laughs> wow. It all comes back around again. Wow. 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 Works in mysterious ways, you know? God, mm-hmm. quiet. So Ephraim's my hard hat. Judah's my hammer. Moab's a scrub bucket. A scrub bucket. A scrub bucket. I mop the floor with Moab. Okay. Oh, does it say that? I mop the floor it, with Moab? Yes. Wow. Yes. Amazing. I mop the floor with Moab, spit on Edom, rain fireworks all over Philistia. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this Okay, this is like The Rock doing his pump-up speech, calling everybody a candy oh, ass and saying yes. what he's going to do. Go. He's going to mop Beautiful. the floor with you and he spit on you and yeah. Yeah. shoot fireworks in your eye I, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Uh, wow! Yeah, amazing. This is this is a great this is a great episode. That was, this I feel is like good. Haggai and then getting back to some David, old school yeah. David. It's good. We it's love good you, shit. David. This is great. Yeah. Yeah. David is the gift that keeps on giving. He He's really beautiful. is. That's how Yahweh felt too. No wonder. Oh. Mm, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Clearly, I bet he was much grumpier when David was gone. But that's all right. I mean, it does seem that mm-hmm. way. That's kind of when he started really being mad at everybody. Yeah. So he's yeah. just mourning, sad for David being oh, gone. Yeah. Never got over yeah. it. That's sad. Yeah. I get it. Well, okay. Well, we got to prepare our hearts for a quiz on all this. <laughs> That's okay. We'll be fine. It'll be like, and what? It, these are the different things that. They'll be like, what was in somebody's pocket? Yeah. They'll be like, meat. Exactly. This isn't a pocket. And. <laughs> This is something that you have to remember about having in the temple or whatever. Uh-huh. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All righty, everyone. Let's do this. Thank you for joining us for Bible study today. If you want to join the audience in our live stream shows, follow us on Twitch at Drunk Bible Study or go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash live. If you want even more Drunk Bible Study, including early releases, cocktail recipes, personal toasts on the show, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash study. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and then write us a nice review on iTunes, letting other people know what you like about it. You can also join fellow listeners in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group. Follow us on Twitter or the at Discord. Drunk oh, that too. Or the Discord. We have a new Discord. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jason Lindgren, Dedeker Winston, and me, Emily Matlack. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album Home of the The The. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. You know